What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to the Tomatolito Show. And uh, let's jump right into what we got coming up this this Saturday. The biggest fight by far, February 27th, uh, is going to be the return of Canelo Alvarez, whom we last saw against none other than Callum Smith, in which he cemented himself as the current king of the super middleweight 168-pound division. Canelo Alvarez will be facing his mandatory challenger uh, in Avni Yodirim, uh, who is a Turkish fighter uh, coming into the ring with a 21-2 and record, 12 knockouts. Uh, his biggest name opposition that he's had to date are both of his losses. Uh, he faced Chris Eubank Jr. Uh, back in 2017, I believe it was October of 17, and then he faced Anthony Durrell, whom there was a technical decision lost there uh, by way of a cut that Darrell suffered. Seems to be the story of his life. Um, at least for that year it was. Anthony Darrell ends up walking away with the win. Um, they listed as a technical decision loss for Yodiram. That was the other big name that he's had uh, to date. That was in 2019, February of 2019. Later that year, Anthony Durrell went on to fight uh, David Benavides, and uh, and he ends up suffering another cut and ends up losing, right? Uh, Anthony Durrell will be back in action as well in his own right against a, a fighter by the name of Kyron Davis. Um, and they'll be back. He'll be back in uh, in action this coming Saturday as well, and that's going to be a WBC eliminator fight as well. So Anthony Durrell back in action this Saturday, same division. Uh, Saul Alvarez uh, coming into this fight with a fifty-four and one record, two draws, thirty-six knockouts to his favor. Of course, we just saw him against Callum Smith. Um, the throne Callum Smith and take the WBC uh, super middleweight title and the WBA title, right? Which uh, uh, which happened 12-19. Sorry, I'm blanking. I'm blanking out there as I'm trying to see here uh, stats on, uh, on Yodrim. Um, so December 19th is when we saw just a, just a few days prior to Christmas, we see Canelo take on Callum Smith, defeat Callum Smith in a masterful performance. Remember that, uh, the Canelo Alvarez fight in December was such an amazing performance in which people initially from the weigh-in, from the face-off, the size difference, the height difference, the reach difference, the way that Callum Smith would sit on his punches and just bloody up his opponents, the way that he had that pushing, uh, that pushy forward attack in which he would, because he was so much bigger than Canelo, he was going to be, um, uh, such a monster to deal with uh, for Canelo and Canelo dismantled them and afterwards the critics again this was this is not a fighter that Canelo should have fought he is not he was not the 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 right version of himself he was a diminished fighter blah 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 like it, there's it's never a shortage of criticisms that that fly towards Canelo. It's never enough. It's never enough. And here we go again. Now, this is a mandatory fight similar to um, that, that Canelo wants to get out of the way so he gets freedom into uh, setting up his own ideal fights so he could actually unify the 168-pound division, which is his current goal. Um, this is similar to 
Well, Caleb Plant, we just saw this a while back, a few weeks back, Caleb Plant versus Caleb Truex. Caleb Plant's idea of fighting Truex, of course, was uh, to get the mandatory challenger out of the way, and that would give him approximately a year of freedom to be able to secure uh, other bouts of his choosing, uh, big name bouts, potentially one with Canelo Alvarez. So how is this fight going to go? Remember, I just mentioned uh, Yildirim, his two biggest matchups came against Anthony Durrell, in which he loses. Uh, and, and and I mean, go watch, go, go watch that fight. It'll give you an idea of the version of fighter that he was back in 2019. Uh, and you could see that his style didn't change too much. His approach didn't change too much uh, within the two years mark from his previous defeat, which came at the hands of Chris Eubank Jr., who actually knocked him out. Uh, nonetheless, uh, that's the past. He has a new trainer. He has a new outlook. Uh, and his, by his trainer, who was a, a well-decorated boxer in his own right and is an even better trainer, in my opinion, Joel Diaz, uh, he... He, you, you could, you could definitely make the argument that he's going to make for a good strategy and a good plan, uh, for Yodrim to be able to apply, uh, knowing the strengths that Canelo has. Joel Diaz should be able to fix up a lot of Yodrim's, uh, holes, uh, and, and, uh, issues in his defense and with his offensive approach. Hopefully he's able to, uh, to iron out some of those kinks for Yodrim. Uh, he's been training with them for quite a while now. And, um, uh, and remember, Yodrim sat around for almost two years waiting, uh, as the mandatory. And, uh, and the wait is well worth it because with a Canelo Alvarez fight comes not only a paycheck, but a lot of notoriety. It's a win-win situation for Abney Yodrim. Uh, the scenarios would be if he gets taken out quickly, uh, similar to what happened to Rocky Fielding. Well, what did you expect? He still gets the paycheck win-win. A lot more people get eyes on Abney Yodrim, and hopefully he gets another big name down the line. Uh, if he goes the distance, remember the Abney Yodrim, there's something interesting about him that he had, he sparred with Canelo. Um, and I believe he actually had sparring sessions, if I'm correct. He had sparring sessions with Canelo in preparation for one of the Golovkin fights that, that Canelo had. And, uh, and there was a lot of comparisons to Golovkin. He's a taller fighter than Canelo. He's a, he's a broad bodied, broad shouldered, um, longer reach, uh, fighter than Canelo. So he, he's got good size on him. He's got a good build on him and a, and a sturdy fit size or, or look to him to where he looks like he should be able to handle Canelo's power. And he has power himself from the looks, right? Uh, aesthetically and optically, it looks like Yodrim will be able to put some challenge to Canelo. One, two, there's that history. They sparred once again. They sparred, um, in the past and the not too distant past. So he knows a little bit about Canelo. And, uh, and of course that's going to come into play. Canelo obviously keeps improving each fight out. So it's exciting just to see him back in the ring. Uh, whether this is a stay busy fight, which it is, uh, Hopefully, this is not one of those fights in which he doesn't get up for the fight, in which this one doesn't interest him as much, so he doesn't get up for this fight and he's just looking past him. That's not very Canelo-like. Canelo takes every opponent serious as far as we've seen in the in the past few years. He takes everybody serious, but 
it's happened before, right? Where fighters, they see a lesser name. There's not that much hype around that fighter. It's almost like nobody even, a lot of people don't even know that Canelo's fighting this Saturday. And so that tends to get when a fighter reaches a certain level of popularity, a certain stature within the sport, um, they tend to get up for big fights, for big name fights, uh, big events, not so much for the mandatories and, and, uh, and the regular fights, uh, just the, uh, the stay busy fights. And, uh, and that's where a lot of questions come out, right? Uh, we just saw it with Caleb Plant against Caleb Truex. We, we should have seen the, uh, the statement from Caleb Plant in which he would have stopped Caleb Truex. It was definitely a one-sided fight, but he, and he had the speed and he marked up and touched up Caleb Truex at will, but couldn't stop him. And that leaves, that opens the door for criticism and it opens the door for doubt. All that speed, is there any pop behind those punches? Yes, there is, but is it stopping power? And that's where the, the questions lie now with Caleb Plant. He doesn't have the stopping power to be able to put away, uh, an old journeyman in Caleb Truex or true and tried, uh, journeyman, but Someone who's in the latter stages of his career, if not at the end of his career, Caleb Plant couldn't put him away and the fight ended up going all the way and he gets marked up himself and he got caught with several good punches during the fight himself with a slow Caleb Truex. Um, that left a lot, that opened the door for a lot to leave, uh, desired from Caleb Plant and, uh, and a lot more questions and answers if he's really trying to cement himself as the kingpin at 168. You got Billy Joe Saunders, who just fought Martin Murray uh, not too long ago. Uh, you got Callum Smith, who lost to Canelo, so you know he's still a live dog. You got Benavides up in there. You got Edgar Berlanga starting to come up. You name it. You got Danny Jacobs is fighting at 168 also. Uh, he's bouncing between weights. You got the who's who uh, out there of challengers. Demetrius Andrade wants to go back and forth between the 68 and 60. And uh, and Charlo uh, looking to move up to 68 as well. So you got a lot of challengers. It's a stacked division. And uh, Caleb Plant needed to send a message on that victory over Caleb Truex. And he didn't. This is a similar situation. Canelo, you know that he's always in it to send a message. And the critics are going to be there. This is a subpar fighter. This is this. If he, if he discards him and he dispatches Yodrim fast. If he goes to decision, Yodrim's stock is going to rise regardless because he's going to have notoriety just because of this fight. But his stock, if he's able to go to decision, uh, as he helped prepare, and some people have even compared him, uh, to Golovkin. He helped him prepare for the Golovkin fight or fights, uh, you could check me on that. I'm almost positive he helped him prepare for the first uh, Golovkin fight. Um, and people, there's comments where people say that he uh, he has certain Golovkin traits in his arsenal, uh, and and that they think that he'll give Canelo certain uh, certain troubles or challenges, such as Gennady Golovkin provided. So. Whether that's the case or not, obviously his resume doesn't speak to that, but he has a hell of a trainer now. And Joel Diaz, you bet that he's going to bring out the best in Yodrim and, uh, he's an able body and, uh, 
and, and there's always a puncher's chance when you step in the ring. So hopefully Canelo steps up to the challenge. He prepared well and he's not overlooking Yodrim and just looking for the Billy Joe Saunders or Caleb Plant's uh, uh, future fights. And he actually shows up, which, listen, his track record says anything but, right? His track record doesn't show that he half-asses his fights or or doesn't take his opponent serious. Look at Rocky Fielding, look at, you name it, the lesser opponents that he's faced and why he's gotten so many critics because they say he shouldn't be fighting him, he shouldn't be fighting that. But whenever he's leading to these fights, like Danny Jacobs, this was this is the best opposition to date, pre-fight, post-fight. Well, Danny Jacobs was not good enough. Same thing with Callum Smith. This is by far the strongest and the heaviest opposition that he's faced. This is the best name they hear. And pre-fight or post-fight, well, this was a diminished version of Callum Smith, blah, 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 right? And you constantly hear this stuff. Same with Kovalev. Same with Gennady Golovkin. It's always the same thing, right? And when you get to that certain level, there's certain fighters that just attract more haters than uh, than fans. So it is what it is. Nonetheless, I'm happy to see him back. I'm happy to see him in a stay busy fight. Let's hope he takes it serious. Let's hope he sends a message to the rest of the division and lets everybody know that the kingpin, uh, who the kingpin is, as everybody already holds him in that regard. But you got people knocking on that door, such as Caleb Plant, who had an opportunity to send a message to the whole division and didn't. You got Anthony Durrell fighting on Saturday in his comeback fight. You, you bet he's looking to get his name in that mix. You got Benavides, who's out there inactive. Hopefully he comes back and fights soon. You got Edgar Berlanga, who's going to be fighting soon himself uh, in the next couple months as well, hoping to keep that knockout streak alive and continue to build up in the rankings. I mean, it, it's a stacked division. And uh, BJ Saunders did his job, so he's going to be watching this fight. You know that. So it's... Listen, this... If he sends anything but an extraordinary message to the division, uh, it, it would surprise me. And if Yodrim lasts the entire way this fight, which I just don't see how it would happen, just based on experience and trajectory uh, and resume. But if he does, kudos to Yodrim. Not only is this a big paycheck, but you bet he's going to have even bigger paychecks and bigger draw fights and bigger crowds down the line because he stood the test of Canelo. He stood in there the entirety of the fight uh, with the man at the division. So you know he's going to get those fights, maybe versus a Benavides or maybe versus a Berlanga or uh, even even a BJ Saunders or a Danny Jacobs in route to get back into title contention. So it's, it's an interesting fight and it's it's the Rocky story for Avni Yodrim, and it's the legacy story for Canelo. The legend continues uh, this Saturday, and hoping that he make he continues to make history and uh, and cement himself as one of the greats of uh, uh, of Mexico's storied boxing history. Uh, Let's let's stay tuned for that. Another big fight that we got here, aside from Anthony Durrell, that was not such a big fight, but it's a fight within the division, right? Canelo being the biggest, obviously the biggest draw at the moment. He's the biggest fight against Avni Yodrim this Saturday. And the other fight is a fight that was delayed. It was supposed to happen uh, late last year in 2020, and it got canceled. And uh, and that's the big meeting between Junior, Fa, and... Uh, 
God, how am I? I'm just blanking out. I'm blanking out today. But Junior Fa and uh, and Joseph Parker, how is it that I'm, I just can't remember that? So they were supposed to fight late last year. I was so excited for this heavyweight fight to take place last year because New Zealand has been waiting for this. This is going to be their Super Bowl. And now it's finally rescheduled and we're a few days away. Those are two massive, heavy-handed punchers and machines at that and that's going to be a fun fun fight that one's going to be aired on the zone you bet canelo's fight uh you're going to be able to catch that as well but auckland new zealand your fight is here the fight that you guys were waiting for uh late 2020 didn't happen it fell through here it is this saturday you guys will have your boxing super bowl out there and you know these are going to be heavy machine punching uh style heavyweight fighters that that, that are going to leave it all out there and it's going to be a fun fun heavyweight fight so anthony Durrell, check out your pvc uh, listings for that fight and then canelo alvarez obviously you know the zone's going to be airing that and i think i think if i'm correct i'm going to check real quick here um I'm going to check real quick on the state side uh, as far as where it will air because it may very well be on regular broadcast television. Uh, but you know the zone's going to be, the zone for sure will be carrying it. Uh, let's see. Yeah, the zone's the main one that, uh, that I'm seeing here. So they're fighting. They're fighting in Miami at the, uh, at the Hard Rock Stadium. And, uh, and it looks like approximately what the zone is listing right here says that they will be, uh, airing it across 200 countries. So check your local listings. Check this fight out. It's going to be fun. Uh, it's going to be fun to see Canelo come back and stay busy in, in preparation for what 2021 may hold for his career. And, uh, of course, let's see what Yodrum has because I'm interested to see the work that Joel Diaz did with them. Something that we just saw this past weekend, Eddie Reynoso, the effect that he had on Oscar Valdez and the fighter that Oscar Valdez, uh, the version of Oscar Valdez that we saw against Miguel Burchelt. The difference that a good and great trainer can have on the boxer is bar none, uh, a key to, to, to immediate success. And, uh, if, if it's applied properly and if both people are on the same page, let's see what Joel Diaz can do with Evni Yodrim. He wasn't able to do it before. He's getting a fighter who's somewhat ex experienced with, uh, some habits already, um, in his repertoire. But Joel Diaz hopefully has, uh, has sharpened those tools uh, on the Yodrim side, and we get to see a competitive fight on Saturday rather than than just a one-sided affair uh, from Canelo. So let's let's hope for the best, and uh, and I'll talk to you all soon. This is this has been fun. It's been fun to be back and uh, and recording and talking to you guys. The fight game is at an all-time high. We're barely in the second month of 2021, and we already have a multitude of events to that we could already talk about, and we're not even close to, uh, well, I guess we're getting close to March, but we're barely reaching the third month of 2021, and we've already experienced some highs, uh, some of the highest highs that we could experience in MMA and in boxing. So I can't wait for what the rest of 2021 holds for us within these uh, respective sports, but boxing is doing its part to represent. So big fights this coming weekend. Stay tuned for my next episode, and thank you, thank you, thank you all 
for tuning in episode in and episode out and for listening to the Toma Todito show. Talk to you all soon. Se cuida mi gente. Take care.